for the friend zone. It's your time. We're giving you real talk, so stay on your grind. We're just trying to laugh and have a good time. We got real people so that all the people can shine. Views for the friend zone. It's your time. We're giving you real talk, so stay on your grind. We're just trying to laugh and have a good time. We got real people so that all the people can shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition from edition of Views from the Friends on Podcast. It's your boy Real Talk Marv. Happy Sunday, y'all. It's a good thing to have family back in the building. You know what I'm saying? How's everybody doing? Yo. It's open shirt poppy here, y'all. What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not not to start off too political, but it's just like, yo, go out and vote. Next time we do this show, we already know. You got two weeks. Who's the president? You know what I'm saying? Two more weeks. Two more weeks. I'm voting Libertarian. So, yeah. I already voted, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> But um, it's crazy, though. It's crazy, like, you know, what's going on in the news. And it's like, I, I'm not even, when Trump says something or do something, I'm not even shocked anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and then when when I hear the Trump supporters complain, I'm like, you, this is your mess. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm going to have everybody introduce yourself. It's your boy, Real Talk More. It's your boy, Cliff Brogbanon. Hi, I'm Alicia Harvey. Yes. I open shirt poppy. I guess I got ahead of it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what up, y'all? Yeah, so Miss Harvey's been a guest um, when we was in the prior studio. You know what I'm saying? She she launched a new business, so I wanted to have her come on, you know, promote her business, show us. You know, we got some goodies on the table that yeah, she'll so promote. So, so Miss Harvey, let us know what you got going on. Okay, so um, during the pandemic, you know, everybody's home. I'm like, Push the mic closer to you. We have to do something. So I started an LLC and I launched my first business venture because there'll be several. Yes. Um, and it's Sparkle Sisters Cosmetics. Nice, so nice. So they're all handmade products, um, mostly organic, natural, you know, things for everybody. They'll be, even though our name is Sparkle Sisters, I have to keep telling the men, I'm going to have products for you too that's not going to be full of glitter. <laughs> okay. Because okay. I was going to say Sparkle Sisters, I don't, you know, I want to be like, somebody come up to me, yo, you smell good. Like, yeah, that's that Sparkle Sisters. And then they kind of look at me kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, Well, actually, our men's line is going to call is gonna be called Bay okay. by Sparkle Sisters. Okay, that's so, cool. That's and cool. And like I said, we're not going to have you glittering, but you're going to be sparkling in different ways. I like okay. to bring the magic to everybody. Okay, so. okay. So show them some of your products. Um, so I have some bath salts okay. for those soaking and... Even with these, like this blue one is a sore muscle one. So, you know, Mr. B, this would be good for you after them workouts. The gyms, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. And I actually, when I was um, trying them out and having people to do, to be like my focus group, it was people who were softball players. Okay. So, like, I gave it to people who I knew were going to be athletic and out and about. Yeah. Um, I have body scrubs, um, salt scrubs, and sugar scrubs. Okay. What's the difference between a salt scrub and a sugar scrub? Obviously, besides the title. Um. Well, the sugar scrubs are made with different types of sugars and salts for the salt ones, and I feel like the salt scrubs are more exfoliating. Okay. Um. The sugar scrubs are a little less exfoliating, and we're also gonna have um oatmeal scrubs for people who have sensitive skin, like ex- eczema and stuff. Because I know that's a big to do like oatmeal that. scrubs when you have eczema. I heard that's really good. And um, just with the sugar scrubs, more so. Um, for men who might be interested in purchasing for their girlfriends or wives, yeah. their skin will look amazing, feel Will it amazing, make her taste amazing? amazing, and... Taste amazing? Taste amazing. <laughs> that, that's what's important This one's called um, The Glow, actually. It's the brown sugar vanilla. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's one of your favorites. That's your recommendation. Yes. They all look. They all look. Yes. And tell them about the lip gloss with the edible gold and stuff like that. Yeah, that I thought that was cool. We have um this one is actually a lip oil. Lip oils. So it's extremely moisturizing. One of the things that when I went into this venture because. Technically, I could be purchasing these things from a vendor yeah. and then reselling it, yeah. but then I didn't have any control. So I'm very big on having moisture be put back in your body. Like nobody yeah. wants dry lips, dry skin. So this oil is really moisturizing. Actually, oh, I never put one out. I have like sugar scrubs for your lips. Mm-hmm. So it takes the dead skin off, and then if you follow with one of these. You're good to go. Kissable. Kissable supple. lips, right? <laughs> and um, this okay, has, okay. This one has rose petals and edible gold in it. Um, nice. And a variety of different oils. Most of all my products have vitamin E oil, which is great for your skin. Yeah. Um, and it's geared towards people of color, but it works right, great for everybody. everyone. Yes. And and the name of the company again is? It's Sparkle Sisters Cosmetics. And so it's how, S-I-S-T-A-S. So how can they reach you? Like, give them your, your, your social platforms, your website. Okay. So um, on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Sparkle Sisters LLC. Okay. Um, and on Instagram, it is sparkle.sisters.llc. Okay. Um, we can be found on Amazon, Sparkle Sisters. We can be found on Etsy. And I also have a website, and it's www.sparklesisters. Yes, it is. Um, www.sparklesistersllc.com. And again, it's S-I-S-T-A-S. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. So, nice. you know, that's nice. Thank you guys nice. so much for having me Of course, on. of course. You know, I, I saw it. And, products. and then, you know who also, uh, even though I saw it myself, um, shout out to Pharma, Pharma sent me a message like yo look what she got going on i was like you know what it'll be good yes it'll be good so shout out to former it'll be good to you know have her on the guest and we always like to promote entrepreneurship and also women entrepreneurs as well so you know i got a shout out to um um s revere wines there was a guest company uh last year now they're doing big things they got their wines in stores they've been on uh uh I think it's the A and E network oh, featuring wow. their wines. A and E, yeah. Yeah. So it's good, you know, it's good to see women entrepreneurs. It's good to also see business people still trying to flourish during this hard time, right? Yeah. I, I, I there was a couple of, you know, ventures that I wanted to start and then the pandemic hit and it was just like I had to take a step back and be like, you know what, I need cash reserves. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out what's gonna go on next, you know. So many things have changed for everybody during this time, you know what I mean? So it, it's tough. So commit, I commend you for that. I commend you for that, you know? How's everybody else doing? How's everybody doing, just... Man. Making do. Still getting through this pandemic. Mm-hmm. They're talking about shutting down the city again. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's going to happen, but either way, I ain't going to let that stop me, yeah. you know? We got to mm-hmm. keep on pushing on. Mm-hmm. It's fall. I went for a nice bike ride today. Yeah. That was the first time in I don't know how long. That's good, though. <laughs> I haven't, rode, yeah, a, I haven't rode a bike in 10 years. No, it felt like that for I mean, me. you know, My the stationary bikes that you do in the gym, right. but like no, an actual bike to get me somewhere, I haven't yeah, been like 10 years. I rode the bike to my sister's house. Nice. That's good. And back. Yeah. What about you, Cliff? How's everything going on? Mm-hmm. I'm taking it one day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because I'm still baffled at how people are, you know, 
dating and getting to know people like during this pandemic <laughs> time, right? So, because it's just like, you know, a lot of times people are wearing masks. People are hesitant <laughs> for people to get in your face. Someone, someone you don't know approaches you and they don't got a mask on. Mm-hmm. You ready to fight? So how do you get hollered at during good. this pandemic? You know Unless what I'm saying? Good. Then you're like, okay. even, even so, <laughs> if you thought New York girls were turning you down before, mm-hmm. now during this pandemic, <laughs> you coming up to them, no masks and stuff like that, nobody got time for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it made me also start thinking about when you're approaching a relationship, you know how, how pivotal it can be if you choose the wrong person. So we wanted to start off the show talking about choosing your future, how you should kind of approach picking the candidate for your life as seriously as you pick the president, right? Because, you know, it, there's ramifications when you pick the wrong person. How many people in here can attest when you had that terrible ex? And he was like, yo, I made a bad choice. Sometimes it's the person selling you themselves in a way that, you know, beat you over the head. And sometimes it's like, yo, I saw certain things and I ignored it. You know what I'm saying? And we was talking about it right before, you know, the show started just like how as bad as Trump is, it was a lot of you guys who went and, and picked Trump. <laughs> Trump Trump didn't steal the election. Well, that's a, that can be debated. But a lot of people picked Trump and then look at the mess that we're in, right? And then the weird thing about it is a lot of people's going to choose Trump again. But that's a whole other topic. But I'm just like, you know what? You got to choose your partner. Like, you know, vote or die. You got to really be selective in who you let in You your know life. what? I'm glad you explained that because I've been thinking about something, and like I said earlier, I'm I'm going to vote Libertarian. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not happy with either of these candidates, right? I mean, but the reason why Trump was able to win and why he's still able to get the votes and support that he's able to get is because he's different. He's different in that he don't do the regular political talk. Like mm-hmm. I expected Biden and Kamala to come out and speak real. Like stuff is bad. Yeah, people want you to talk direct to them. They want yeah. real. They still speaking in political circles and covering their bases and trying to play this side and that side. Trump already said, "I'm with this side. I'm gonna speak for this side." Yeah, this is. I don't care what what else y'all want to hear. This is what I'm doing, and that's why I don't like. I said y'all don't got a backbone. Biden got punked during that debate, and that's disgusting. But this is hold on. I'm gonna compare it to the relationship yeah. aspect though, because we're okay. talking about relationships. Yeah. So yeah. my thing is, what happens is people choose some people because the level of choices they have is limited. Mm-hmm. So they'll settle for something that they know is not great. That, that's what made me you think know what about relationship selection and voting. You know it's not good, but you like it's it's just it's the best that I can get right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What were you saying? Like ladies, ladies out there, Ms. Harvey, you can speak to us. Sometimes it's just like, you know, it's like you kind of narrow down your selection and it's just like, damn, both of these dudes got faults. Do I take the less of uh, less of the mm-hmm. evil kind of thing? Do I go with like, you know what? Instead of saying, let me I- wait and continue looking till I find what might be better for me, right? Mm-hmm. People be so eager to get in a relationship, especially cuffing season. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, he's kind of dirty or, you know, he don't brush his teeth. <laughs> but he's, <laughs> he's nice to me. <laughs> Those are hard. I don't know. I'm just, Look, I'm just making up swap. stuff. You, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he's not a beater <laughs> like my last boyfriend. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> you know, you're not that, punching that, me over the head. And that, that's so the tough like, thing, right? Because I'm not going to sit there. 
just to tie the correlation between, you know, the voting and the choosing relationship. I'm not going to sit there and say I'm madly in love with Biden. But mm-hmm. what Trump, first of all, what Trump stands for and then the work he put in the last, he, did, he, he didn't do nothing. That, that, that he helped. has been the best president for the African American in his mind ever, ever, since ever. Abraham Lincoln. In his mind, right? So that's <laughs> why that, I wanted to. That's why I wanted us to think about it. Like you know, you you got to make that choice, and there's ramifications, right? Because you choose the wrong person, and you have a kid with them, and now they they mm. stuck in your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I see that. I think that's one of the problems with um, choosing relationship because now at the age that I am now, because I'm 47, I'm not. I have two grown kids. I've been married. I've been to school. I've done all of these other things that now I can really sit back and be like, Mm-mm, I don't want that, and yeah. I'm not gonna accept it. Yeah. I don't want that because there's yeah. no. I have no push. Like some of my younger friends, they don't have kids. They never so experienced now, these things, so they right. Like, so and their clock, ticking, their clock is ticking. And, yeah. And yeah. since I've already done all this stuff, I can be choosy as I want to be because yeah. I don't have anything that's choosy, like choosy, yeah. choosy, choosy. And you know, you know yourself, right? <laughs> yes. I think you know a lot of times. We don't really know ourselves. So that's why I always tell young people, like, yo, I'm not telling you to go out there and be the best thought that you can be. I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> but you, you need to know what you like, right? Because a lot of times our experiences are so centered in just what's around us that you don't know what you like, mm-hmm. right? It's sort of like saying, even taking it to a food kind of situation. I always tell people, like, yo, you got to do a buffet before you set it down and say, this is my favorite meal of all time. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we just have these ideas. We create images of what someone should be. We're like, yo, that looks close to what I want. And then you find out this person's a terrible person. They're selfish. They never cared about you. You was easy for them. So that's why you're together. And then it's sort of like, yo, you find yourself with someone for years and you're just like, yo, what did we really have in common? Now the only thing we have in common is history because we've been together for so long. You don't know each other, right? Yeah. So it's like we don't do research about the people that we choose to date. They look good. You hit the sex is good. And then you're like, you know what? I'm comfortable. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You don't know how that person is going to be a mother, how that person is going to be a wife. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of things that go to it. So choosing your future. How do you choose your partner so you don't get a Trump when you wanted an Obama? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, ladies, so how do you how do you feel? I I think you said the most important thing is you have to know yourself. Yeah. Because the person I know now is Alicia. Twenty years ago, absolutely a totally different person. Yeah. I've grown. I've learned my likes and dislikes, and that to me is most important. Yeah. And of course, when you meet somebody, all that good. Oh, he's fine. He's this, and he, the sex is great. Yeah, that's that's nice, but that's the person's representative anyway. Yeah. So you have to look past the representative to see. He's really nice, but it really bugs me that he does not close the drawer when he takes his sock out. And yeah. I don't want to live with that for the rest of my life. It sounds little, but it drives that me That sounds crazy. little as hell, but... <laughs> I mean, that's just an example, but... If it's what, it's you, like, what bothers you, it's yeah. what bothers well, you. That really does bother me. But um, <laughs> it's like we don't take the opportunity to get to know... Past the representative. Yeah. And you know it's cool? You know it's the coolest thing if someone's been in a relationship during this pandemic? This pandemic has aged relationship by years. Yes. By years. I don't know, you know, you're, you're married, I'm married, we're in, in that situation, but it's just like the constantly being around each uh. other, 
not really going outside like that, not having places to go, just I'm looking happy at I each wasn't other. In no relationship during <laughs> and, the and pandemic. Then, and then, and then, <laughs> watch, and then you know, tough. watching bad stuff just happen <laughs> outside, people dying. Like it was crazy during March, and you were a couple months out, so you could think about during March and in April. So many people that you know, friends of friends died. Mm. It was crazy to me. It was sort of like, yo, that person died. I just was with this person. They died. Their moms died. Their pops mm. died. Their brother died. It was it was so crazy. And then our administration was making it seem like it's not that big of a deal. It's not mm. that big of a deal. But it's just sort of like, if you remember New York was like the epicenter for a while, right? Mm, yeah. It was like people were dying. You know, professionals were crying because they're like, yo, they're going in dealing with a patient. They're dying. The next day, someone coming in. And, and it's just like, yo, this year, if you've been in a relationship, it aged your relationship so much. If you and your couple, you and your base survived this pandemic and y'all still good, y'all, y'all might be anything. y'all might be solid. Or he <laughs> or he might need a place to stay and said, yo, let me lay low. You know what I'm saying? That might be there too. So what do you think about that? How do you not choose a Trump and get you an Obama when it comes to picking that? future candidate for your life well november 3rd you have to vote right by yeah. november 3rd that's the day you have to vote by november 3rd yeah you do not have a time frame or a limit on your relationship there's no date in which you have to choose a spouse by it's not oh it's getting cold out people aren't going to be outside anymore listen you take your time mm-hmm. you take your time you figure out what's right for you Maybe you can't deal with somebody who don't know how to close the drawer. Yeah. Then don't settle for it. Stop yeah. settling for stuff. Find out what you like, what's good for you, and then you'll find out who's good for you. Okay. You know what I mean? As, you just got to be patient. As uh, you, you're a divorcee, and uh, I don't want to say you're habitually... You know, going to mom's therapy session. No, no, no. I don't want to say you're habitually <laughs> single, but you're like, you know, habitually you're a person who really evaluates... Before you say I'm in a relationship, you really weigh mm-hmm. the pros and the cons and stuff like that. I do. So, how long? Because you know we're all in this room, especially 35 and older. Like, how long do people in our age demographics wait till they decide? Right? Because they, if they're single now, they kind of been waiting for a while. You don't have a time frame. What you do is, especially as you get older, people like we are, people are dying out here. I'm not all saying right. you rush into a relationship, but you got to have some kind of plan. Well. Just, What's I mean, dating? I feel yeah. like we don't date. It's like I met you. Oh, you're so nice. We go out for a pizza, and then he's my name. Yeah, <laughs> we boot up. Like, come on, let's date. Yeah, I'm gonna date this one. I'm gonna yeah. date that one. Yeah, I can date more than one person at a time. Yeah, but I, I, because I need to figure things out. Yeah, what about? Hey, you? I think um the the problem now is uh, people focus so much on the age limit. Like you know, when it comes to men and women. When you get to a certain age, people just expect you like they ask you, "Why are you not married? Clock. Yeah. Why, yeah. why, why you don't have no kids?" They they start thinking that maybe it's maybe it's me or whatever. So so the next person they do stay, they rush into thinking, I, "I'm gonna make him my man." I'm hopefully we have kids. Hopefully we get yeah. married instead of just stepping back and really get to learning each other, regardless of the age. You know, yeah. a lot of the times is people focus on, especially I mean not to be sexist, but women. When it gets to a certain age, they want it. They they, they, they want could it. be in their mid thirties, like I need I need to have at least one kid, two kids, or whatever yeah. to start my family, you know. Because yeah. I don't want to wait too late, too late to have kids. But 
You know, you can't you can't base your relationship on that. You got to study the person and really get to know the person regardless, you know. Yeah. Especially with times like this, you you could easily rush a relationship and then realize you just wasted five more years of your life. Now you're 42. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. went from 37 to 42. The good years that you had. Yeah, so. yeah. Biologically, it is a matter of time yeah. with women. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They do have, I guess, to think about things differently. Because when it comes to having a kid, with having, having, a, a kid, having a kid, if that's what they want, yeah. right? Yeah. But ultimately, you can't rush this. Like, yeah. but I think we just also need to have these conversations about you know real stuff. Like you know, it's it's weird, right? Because if you meet a woman, you go out on a date, and you know certain men, when she starts talking about you know wanting to get married, wanting to have kids, and things of like nature, sometimes that that forces some men to to have a flight reaction, like oh. She's trying to be too serious, too fast. But at the same time, on the other hand, sometimes you're just like, oh, we're going to take it slow. And and then a guy would say, well, you know, I'm not looking for nothing serious. And you're like, okay, we'll just date for a while. And then he'll date you for three years and say, hey, I told you I wasn't looking for nothing serious, but we've been rocking for three years. I'm going to be vulnerable here. I'm going to actually be vulnerable, which I usually am with the show, but this is more than usual. An issue that I have in finding the woman that I'm going to be with, right? Right, mm-hmm. I'll have a great chemistry, and we'll have great sex. Mm-hmm. Right, so we'll be a great comparison sexually, but then the other side of it doesn't quite equate. It doesn't quite meet up to that level. Mm-hmm. So then I'm not sure. I'm like, okay, we can enjoy each other sexually, but I'm not sure if you are up to the level that I want to make. You know what I mean, my girl, or what have you. But every time we have sex, she's thinking more and more, oh, he wants to be my man. You know, it's that type of thing. So it's like, even though I could be telling you, like, you know, I'm not ready to go there now. They don't hear none of that shit. The age old (laughs) adage of like, you you can't. I have that conversation all the time. Women, I know plenty of women, and they're not 18, they're totally grown women. The scenario that he said is totally true. Oh, but we go out mm. every week. We have sex all the time. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, but you told Good. him you wanted marriage. He told you he didn't want anything serious. And they think that the more sex we have is the more I'm going to change your mind. You're, no, listen to that. On man. a total <laughs> sidebar, on a total side note, the weird, the weird thing that I, I see with women, and when I talk to men, it's just like women will have the mentality of, okay, you know, I'll do sexual things. I'll be exciting. I'll reel him in. Finally, he he commits to the relationship. He's just like, this is good. I hope it's... And then, for some reason, we'll pull the sex back and the freakiness and all that stuff like that once they're in the committed relationship, going to the long-term thing, and all of it. And it's just like... So... And then the, the same women will be shocked that he goes to cheat or, or, or the relationship stop working and things of that nature. That's their way of tricking us. Right, <laughs> that's their way of tricking us. But let a dude, you know, just go about the business of dating and sleeping with a woman, and then just being like, "Well, I don't want to be in a relationship with you." We was just doing it. Oh, how could you? You deceived me. That that they see that as us tricking them, mm-hmm. but not really. Now, if you was giving her false belief during that time, yes, that's wrong. A lot of guys do do that. You know, they'll tell them something just because they want to hear it. Listen, I don't even tell you I miss you if I don't really mean it. But yeah, you, and you I, know what? And you, I, you, I, you code like that. You code it's like that. They be like, I miss a you. I'll be like, a lot yeah, of the so time, today we got A lot of the times, and I'm, 
lot of times <laughs> when it comes to relationships like that, um, men men lead the woman to something else because if you having phone conversations with for hours and doing and doing stuff that says that you want to be in a relationship, just because guys will do that to lead up because. First of all, if he didn't have sex with the woman, he's gonna do whatever it takes yeah. to see what's going on. And mm-hmm. then when the sex is good, you 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 like, all right, I still want to keep her around. So you start doing boyfriend activity stuff with her, and then she's confused because now she thinks she's to you. You like, you know, we just rock. You know, to her, she's like, oh, that's my boo. To her girl, she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to see my going to see boo. Not even boyfriend, but to her, it's like we already in a relationship. Whatever we spend every we we spend hours on the phone together. We talk every day. And stuff, whatever. And for me, I'm like, yo, we still rocking out. Like, yeah. what's going on? So the mixed messages. Sometimes women don't yeah. understand the mixed messages. I'm guilty of the even mixed even messages. even sometimes men, you know, sometimes <laughs> men be like, oh, I can't believe you did this, whatever. So you just, I think it's better off, especially with this year that you having and you're trying to get in a relationship. Just be honest, straight up. Be honest. Be so honest. Choose your partner on sustainable things. Like, I think, uh, and I'm not Doctor feeling you. I I feel. Mike is like, uh, take t- don't take this yeah, the wrong yeah. way. It's like <laughs> I'm already offended. His love is like how a crackhead searches for that same high after the initial. He's always looking for that, and it, it's hard. They always say like, you know, after your first high, there's never a high that equates to that. And I feel like a lot of times we we, we chase. For our loves to be this passion, fire that we had, and that we always think it's gonna be there. You have to fall in love with sustainable things. But the thing is, too, you have to realize. Now I'm gonna be real real too. Um, <laughs> you have to realize love has a journey. There's four kinds of love, and to actually be in a long-term relationship with someone and is sustainable, the love changes. Yeah. Four kinds. Yeah. So we <laughs> follow up. I gotta Google the four kinds of love. <laughs> Not love languages, but the four kinds of love. Yeah, because it, it goes it goes through stages. Mm-hmm. And that first passionate I see you, my heart's racing, all kind that stage. Especially when he don't close that drawer, forget yeah, about it. We fighting. You know what I'm saying? So but no. <laughs> but it, it's it's true, like you know how many times like I, I've been married 11 years and the love has peaks and valleys and it's just like there's been rough years where it's just like yo I don't think we're gonna make it and then there's been times where it's just like yo I love the way this woman laughs I love the fact that we're corny and we're on schedule watch General Hospital together right I wasn't a soap opera person but because it meant something to her, it became our stuff. So now we're laughing and giggling about the show or I'm, I'm doing ghetto re, uh, breakdowns of what just happened. I say that so you have to, sustainable things is what's going to make your love last. Pick pick a partner, not because the ass was so nice, you just like, damn. It got to be like, yo, we can sit there laugh and talk about anything. Or I know if I'm in a bad situation... I could call you. You're going to curse me out for putting myself in that bad situation, but we're going to get past that. I don't think we fall in love with sustainable things. I think we fall in love with journeys, pictures, like, you know, moments in time. Mm-hmm. You can't, your love is not going to be a moment in time. Like you said, it's going to be a journey. You know what I'm saying? I do look for sustainable things. One of the things I look for is somebody, I need some air. Look, bro. But no, it's somebody who I can tolerate for a long period of time. Like somebody I can be around. Tolerate is a tough word to use. 
Well, that's the appropriate word for me because I got to tell. I'm not gonna like you for a long period of time because I like my isolation. I like my solitude. Yeah. Yes, I like it very much. So if I find somebody who I don't mind them being around for a significant period of time, I know that's special. There's something special about them. They don't annoy me. I'm good with them here. <laughs> you know what I mean? We 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 could rock together, you know, because after a while I get annoyed with people and I'll just be like, all right, I don't I don't want to be around this person no more. So that's one of the things I'm looking for. Somebody who I like to be around for a significant amount of time. Yeah. Mm. That's real. I I could do that because my wife gets on me because I fall asleep on the couch all the time, Mm -hmm. and she will say, "Jump in the shower, come come to bed." And sometimes I'm just like, I don't not because I don't love her that much. I just get you know comfortable watching TV or relaxing and stuff like that. Sometimes I'm coming to the bed. If we had separate bedrooms, I think it'd, it'd be controversy from the outside. Like, oh, they're, mm-hmm. they're the Lucy. Uh, remember, I love mm-hmm. Lucy, like separate beds. Yeah, no, but, but I didn't I, I didn't understand that before. I used to see it on a, a lot of the older shows. Yeah. You see, they were in the same room, but they'd have separate beds. But that was TV standards. Okay, well, either way, I now can appreciate something like that. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. sometimes I do want to lay up and cuddle with you, and then sometimes I just want you to... Get away. Go yeah. go away. Yeah. I like to <laughs> just sleep. So, no, what do you think is, is is the recipe to choose the right person to spend your future with? I mean, um you de- you definitely gotta go into it understanding that, you know, they they gotta keep your mental right. Right? What's the- your thing? Because we all got one thing that we absolutely need to be somebody I need my sanity. Like, I have to be able to, like, like I said, I do need my space. I don't want to be, I don't want somebody smothering me or uh, asking me too much questions, whatever, because sometimes I need my, I need to just isolate and like, like, yeah. like you were saying. So I think it's, it's just, you just got to meet somebody that, you know, to give you a sanity and then also respect your space. Respecting my space is when I have the conversation, not to saying I'm trying to play you, but you know, it's. Listen, I need to do this for myself and another person with you or whatever too. It's communication though. In relationships, it's all about communication because in the relationships, everybody becomes an actor. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's become an Academy Award winner. Nobody's telling the <laughs> truth of oh, how it's exactly going to go. Then you're in a relationship you're like, damn, this is what it is. And then you realize, you know, then you, you love the person, you care about the person, so you try to adjust them. Mm-hmm. But... You should see the signs early. So early. you got to look at your relationship and, and when you're trying to build a relationship and stuff that you don't want to tolerate. And I think for 2020, you should put it out there, out there immediately instead of waiting because now you now you would waste ideal time. You wouldn't have to wait too long to say, you know what, I don't want to be in this situation. Mm-hmm. They can't handle it. You just move on. Yeah. So that's you, what I think. You said something that perfectly, perfectly segues to the next question, which is how do you get past a politician slash representative the person you're dating shows you, right? Because like you said, sometimes it's 30 days, sometimes it's two weeks, sometimes it's 90 days, but you can someone puts out their best foot forward and it, it's not who they really are. So, like, how do you get past that, you know, that layer or that representative? Like, you know, these politicians, 
they had this campaign and this platform, and you're like, yo, that's my guy, and then you come to find out that was just a you, campaign. You, How do you get past the person you're trying to date campaign and find a real person and settle in? You got to be more real. The realer you are with somebody, the more they're forced to then be real or show who they really are. Yeah. One way or another, you're going to find out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Cliff was saying, let's put it out there. What is it you want here? I'm not saying on the first date you got to say, well, listen, uh, what's your credit score? Okay. Yeah. Um, this is what I want. I want this many kids. That means I plan on being married in six months. Are you okay? That's a bit much. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. But just be real about where you stand, you know, things you might have been through and why they have formed you into this person that you are and what you're looking for in a nice, you know, good, calm way and express that to them. And they see their response. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, people don't always be tricky. Like you said, guys will say and do anything to get yeah, what they want. Yeah, so they yeah. may lie to you. Yeah. There's not much you can do if somebody puts their politician on the on the front lines and lies to you. Yeah. But eventually, it will show. Yeah. I feel like the fastest way to get to the root of who you're dealing with is to be more of who you are and not let your representative shine so bright. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Just like be that. more who you are. What, do you, what about you, Ms. Harvey? Well, I want to first piggyback off of something you said about, you know, the questions. Definitely not on the first date. That's a little creepy. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think people do that at all. Yeah. They don't yeah, talk yeah. about credit. They don't talk about how many kids. I know people who are yeah. married and one partner wants kids and the other one doesn't. You can't compromise on children. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You can't compromise. We're going to have half a kid. Yeah. Um, but for So me, why do they stay together? Who said history? Did you say Yeah, history. They have the yeah. history now. So now what do I do now? We've I'm going to be bold enough years. to say mm. at least, to me, 70% of the marriages, as strong of a number that is, 70% of the marriages in this country are still together because they have history. Yeah. Versus still loving each other and, and those kind of things. It's history and kids. Those are the two things yeah. that keep people together. Because uh, I feel like we get married. obligation. Say they that feel again? like they, they had an obligation. Yeah. The, Some people the said, I made a promise before God, and I'm just going to tough it out. And yeah. not, not even just the history. A lot of the times, people are just afraid to start over. Yeah. When you, when you, when, yeah. when, when you, when you've been with somebody so long, and, and that's really, you just know that person, and, and you, and you are maybe a little bit older. You're like, I don't want to start over to learn somebody's new behaviors and new things and know that he's, he might be the same way. Yeah. So you say, you know what? I might as well deal with this and try to make it better. And then sometimes in the long run, it doesn't work out that way. I mean, you know, even so. the, the landscape changes, right? When I got married and stuff like that, like, Eating ass wasn't this big old thing. <laughs> oh, and wow. now, but now, now it seems like people are spicy with this ass eating epidemic. Yeah. He, <laughs> Mike is always uncomfortable when I talk about ass eating. <laughs> no, but the game. No, but the no, but the game. No, I said that to be funny, but it's just like the game is different. I was dating in two thousand nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know iPhones just came out in like 07 or something. When was the first iPhone? Like 07, right? I'm not an iPhone user. Anyway, Me, I, I'm I, I, I say that to say the landscape has changed. You've been with someone for 12 years, and now it's just like you got to learn somebody new and things of that nature. But at the same time, we can't let ourselves, like life is so short. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have quality years. Another thing I always say is like, yo, as a man, you got to keep yourself healthy. But 
after 35, your best bonus is in your past versus in your future and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to really think about who do you want to spend this energy, this emotion, this time, who you want to build with, who who can affect your future. I think another thing we have to think about also is like, yo, I have goals. I have a future that I want to have. Who can best transition with me into that future? Are our goals are online? Like you said, some people want kids, some people don't, and they're together. And then some people think, you know what, if I wait long enough, they'll change their mind. No, that's a fundamental yeah. mm-hmm. part like of that. this person's being. Yeah. But you, you know, you know what? We don't we don't re- we the problem in relationship is we don't recognize the warning signs, right? No, I the think warning, they do we, we ignore them. No, them. no. Mm-hmm. We we don't recognize we ignore it, but we don't recognize the warning signs. Because we, we basically, we're still going to relationship knowing that this person was like that sometime because age could play a factor or, you know, we we look at the public too much of uh, of uh, basing how a relationship could go, right? Sometimes, like, honestly, me at, I'm married, but if uh, me at 35, whatever, I'm, doing, I'm not going to look at a woman and just say, you know what, she's super bad, whatever, too. She gotta, she gotta bring my sanity, my mental health, and other things. Because I'm, I'm gonna look at it bigger than that. Because a lot of times people in relationship because of looks, or because he looks good on my arm, or whatever too, or 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 he has good, a great career. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I can't date nobody that's working at McDonald's. He works at, he works at a bank. He makes two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand. So I gotta stay with him. I can't, I can't downgrade whatever too. But the guy at McDonald's might be that solid guy that might be compatible to you. Mm-hmm. But just a lot of times is we look at the outside world and then we base our relationship on that instead of just saying, you know what? I need somebody who who knows exactly what I need to be in a good relationship. I think and outside like I like like outside audience sometimes base your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring them all the family function and then you know you they you know you they know you dating this lawyer or doctor. You can't go from dating a lawyer to doctor to dating a manager at McDonald's because <laughs> people are gonna look at you. But I, I think a very simplistic thing we also need to think about is like, yo, put more stock and equity in the person that make you laugh, smile, and happy versus the person that make you come. Right? Because yeah. a lot of times, <laughs> the, the, the person that make you come, the person that make you come makes you happy for this moment and stuff like that. But sometimes it comes with so much stress. How many women be like, oh, girl, he got that good D, but that man can't keep a job and he take money out my purse. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or no, with, that's extreme. No. That's it's, extreme. It's extreme, Let but Let me tell you something about those moments, women. though. Those moments, <laughs> those moments, man. You see? They, yeah, no. they will make you feel some, like, yeah. they'll get you through. Yeah, right. But, but get imagine, you through to what? To the next time that, that they let you down? Okay, but you got that one who can't <laughs> give you those moments, and now y'all bickering and fighting, and you can't even have great makeup sex because he just ain't cutting it there neither. So you're like, why the hell am I with you? You know what I mean? And I'm then you end you, up cheating. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, at least in those moments, you know, okay. oh, he make me How, sick, but he can yeah, also make we, me we're, feel we're, great. We're dominating the conversation. You know, go ahead. This is women's perspective on this. How do you get past about that representative? Moments? And like, how, how how do you pick that sustainable person? Well, I don't think people can maintain the representative for long enough. Yeah. And like, um, like I said, I think people see the warning signs. We just ignore them. A girl, he does this, but damn, he fine. No, he does this and it's a problem. And if it's a problem today, it's going to be a problem tomorrow and the day after and the day after. And it's indicative of something else that you really can't handle. I feel like we just, I can only speak for women, but I think as women, we just settle. 
He's giving me the attention. That's who it is. I'm going to take that. And I'm a proponent of telling people to write lists. People don't. They're like, oh, you know, lists are superficial. No, you're just putting the wrong things on the list. Yeah. Because my number one thing is you have to make me laugh. That's what my wife says. I cannot be with someone who I'm a sarcastic prick. But not in a mean way. Yeah. Mine is, I think I'm hilarious. I think I'm the funniest thing that I person I know. <laughs> yeah. But if you can't sit with me and we laugh about nothing yeah. and everything, yeah. then I don't want to be around you. But I didn't get to the point where I can say that yeah. until I got to this point in my life. Yeah, it took a while. Because now I know that without that, what 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 are we gonna do? Because someone that makes you laugh and smile can do that. For the rest of your life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Someone that, like I said, that could make you come or make you horny or make you excited, those things could fade. Sometimes someone's attitudes is so nasty and ugly, no matter how bad they are, you can't see past that nastiness and that yeah. ugliness. You know what I'm saying? So then, yeah, she got a nice body, but it's starts to be like, so what? I go on IG and there's a million girls yeah. who look like that. They look the same. Yeah, so, they but why do I days. need, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, don't get it twisted. I don't care how sexually inclined you are and stuff like that. Those moments could last an hour every day, but it's just an hour that day. What are you yeah. doing the other 23? Mm-hmm. How are you building towards something? Mm-hmm. Someone that make you laugh, someone that make you smile is just like, you know what? You could be going through the worst shit, but having a conversation with that person, mapping it out with that person make you feel like, you know what? I still got breath in my body. We can work past this. We can move past this. And I think a lot of times we don't put equity in that. It's funny you said that. My wife said the number one thing that made her love me is I make her laugh all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, you know, I'm just this, you know, Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy type person, but I just know what to say to her. I know to notice certain things and we laugh about it, kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we argue as well, but I just we just know, like, you know what? We're going to get past that. And I think a lot of times that's the history that you should kind of lean on and not just because the person's been in your face for so long or you know what I'm saying because like you like you everyone said like you settle for this and then you have this history but it's just like yeah we've been together for five years but it's been a bad five years mm-hmm. the, you know what I'm saying there's more low low moments than high moments but yeah you got five years in or going back to what you were saying about the list that's at the top of your list you put something that you need right because I think a lot of people, they always making these lists about what they don't want. Make a list about what you want. Yeah. And then I think it'll be easier to find a person. Because if they check those boxes of what you want, right, you can then work towards other things, you know, because nobody's perfect. Yeah. You run around here. I used to do that. Like, you run around here expecting to find a perfect person who does this, this, and this and oh, makes you feel... There. Nah, you know what I mean? And it definitely helped me see things more clear as far as who I'm willing to deal with by realizing we all have shortcomings. And first I had to check myself like, yo, what's your shortcomings? You know what I mean? Because you're not perfect. Mm -hmm. So somebody who's getting into a relationship with you is going to have to deal with some things. And then you say, okay, well, I know what I'm coming up short in and then I know what I'm willing to accept from someone else. So... It's easier to work from there instead of working from a position of, you know, I'm looking for the perfect 10 and this, this, this. I mean, come on, man. So uh, the last question on this topic, right? And it's it's about terms. Like, we know the president is four years. But <laughs> there's always this joke that's floating around, like, you know, 
your relationship should be like a marriage should be like a driver license. Like you got to renew it and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I'm not completely against that. But another <laughs> thing I think about is. It's time should, for your renewal, baby. Yeah, we got to go. Uh... Should you evaluate your relationship every year so you can decide if you should be together or not? Or is history enough to stay? I think a lot of times we just let time. I like that time be that deciding factor and it's just like yeah like we like i just said you can have a good five in but it was a bad five it was a five where you fighting chicks over this dude or vice versa or you know she she sneak texting dude and like yeah we have five years but it's been so i think as mature adults if you start dating someone should you evaluate the relationship every year to be like yo are we progressing am i growing with this person or am i just carrying or fighting to be in the relationship what do you think I mean, um, every year suggestion is not a bad idea, you know, because you know, I honestly, I I think every relationship, if it's if um, should go to therapy, right, to see to see exactly what it is, because a lot of times relationship we hide exactly what, what we're unhappy about, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, even my relationship, you know, I struggle every day. It's it's, it's a tough battle for me, and I've been married for a couple of years, but you know, every day, you know, it's tough for me because. I, I, sometimes I just don't know. So I, um, renewing, you said, every year? Yeah, just evaluating every evaluating, year. Evaluating um, relationship every year, I think it's a good thing. Because when we celebrate anniversaries and we make it a big deal every year to be like, oh, this celebration, but we should evaluate on that that, that kind of, like seriously yeah. evaluate. It seems like, good. yo, are you happy? I, I think a lot of times too. once you're married, because the, the, the legalities of it is just like, yo, we've been married for a certain year. Like, look at Dr. Dre. He was about to lose so much money, but, you know, I don't know what the, the settlement is, but she lost because she wanted $2 million a, a month. month. They worked it out? She lost she that lost battle. It. She's still going to get money. They're still trying to iron out the number, but she lost that. But no, it's just like this. Marriages and relationship is not all about love, especially when you come together to make that union. It's two corporations coming together. Mm-hmm. We're making a merger, yeah. right? At your uh, job, it's, it's true, bro. Aren't That's you true. evaluated annually yeah, to yeah. see whether you're gonna get that bonus every or whether six, your ass is gonna get terminated? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I feel that is a great idea. Like you said, hey, honey, it's our anniversary. We've been together one more year. Let's sit down and talk. How are you feeling about things? Mm-hmm. What could I? What did I do this year that wasn't great? What can I do better? You know, mm-hmm. what did I do that you loved? Right? What should I do more of? Stuff like that. That's just, a, and y'all can have this over some drinks, go out to dinner, mm-hmm. you know? Shit, when you've been with somebody for a while, you run out of things to talk about anyway. Yeah. So this is a great jumping point conversation to have to say, you know, I'm not feeling too good in this relationship. Yeah. I think we might want to try something else. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to always be, well, are we going to stay together or are we going to end it? You know what I mean? It's just an evaluation to see where we are. And then if it's that bad, then it goes to the point, well, maybe and, we And we got to use that time to on. allow the person to know that, you know what, I've grown in a different way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we grow different. Our interests change. Maybe life's been hard to us and now we have a different perspective and we're afraid to communicate that to our partner, right? Because I once told my partner, we're going to do this. And now I'm going down that journey and I hit some potholes or things have changed and now I don't see myself doing that. But I made that promise that this is what I was going to do. And I think a lot of times we have this disconnect where we don't communicate that things have changed and we're just sort of like, now we're, now one is hurt because the other person's just like, yo, but you said this. Like, yeah, but things have changed. You got to communicate that. And I just think 
every year you should have this conversation. This was what my goals was. This is how it's changed. This is how I'm changing that trajectory. How do you feel about that? Is this something that you could deal with? What do you want me to not change that I need to hold on to and have that discussion? But it should be on a year basis because how many crazy times I've seen people, they've been together for like 25, 30 years. Their kids are grown and now they're getting divorced. And it's just like, yeah, their commonality was getting the kids out the house or making sure their kids were successful. They had one thing in common. But once that, that was, was done, strong enough to last nah, now them. they're just like, yo, I got a couple of years left. I don't want to spend them with you. And that's just like, damn. That See, I don't know how I feel that. about that because I do respect that, but I don't agree that's good for your mental health. You know what I'm to saying? To stay for the kids? To stay for the kids. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, it not. depends sometimes because F them kids. No, 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 no. But because it, not all situations is bad. Now, if we fighting and arguing and stuff, that's never good. Right. Don't yeah. stay together in that it's relationship toxic. for the kids. But there's some people who like, not that I don't like you anymore. I just not in love with you anymore. Yeah. So we're going to stay together for these kids because I can tolerate you. I don't hate you. You like that word, You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's a strong word. But uh, I don't hate you enough to say... I got to leave now. I got to get out of this house, you know, but I just feel like we fell out of love. Okay. So, you know, let's do what we got to do to make sure our kids are happy and get off to the right foot. And then we move what do you on. Feel, what do you feel but about then that? I would say then for the evaluation thing, I think that's a great idea, but I wouldn't put a time frame on it and say yearly. I think it should be an ongoing thing. So you don't get to the point where, you know, you've grown differently. If we're doing this constantly mm -hmm. and my interests are changing, then you can understand that while it can be semi, semi annually. Yeah. No, but semi annually. But the Maybe reason, the reason why I say a year, right? Mm -hmm. Because obviously it's it's synonymous with the the anniversary of a year. Mm -hmm. right. But you also got to give people time to adapt to certain things. If if you had this, imagine if you had a monthly evaluation. You would feel like, damn, every 30 days, you know, I'm on, I don't, I don't have you're solid footing. You know what I'm saying? You're not even sure what's happening, happening with you. Yeah, a year gives you like, you know, we had this conversation and then boom. I had six to eight months past that conversation to kind of adjust to it kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. if it, even if you had it every six months, six months is not too bad, but sometimes, you know, it takes a little while to break certain habits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then six months, that'd be just a check-in. It yeah. don't have to be the actual conversation. Remember we discussed six months ago, you still on that same stuff. <laughs> okay. You and, know what I mean? And, and another another thing that evaluating that I, I think we should also consider as well, I'm not a parent. Everyone else in here is a parent. But I would want you to have this mentality when it comes to your relationship. And if if you feel like you would be happy that your kid has the same relationship that you have, then that's a good relationship. If you feel like if your kid was in the same relationship that you were in, you would feel bad for your kid, then I feel like, yo, you need to have a real evaluation of that relationship. It's true. Because would you want your daughter or your son? Or they your always daughter say that. Do you want your daughter to be with somebody like you? Yeah, I'm a pretty good guy. <laughs> now, I just have to tell her, if she's going to be with somebody like me, you really need to talk to that guy yeah. and see where his head is at. Yeah. Don't take no guessing games. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, I may be single, right? But I have dealt with multiple women. Why? It's not because I'm an asshole, even though I can be. It's because they like me, 
Right? Why? Because I'm a good guy overall. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of stuck in my ways sometimes. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> all right so the next topic we're going to talk about is um pandemic hustles right and out of a pandemic or kind of birth your business venture so we just we just want to also think about like you know why you've been sitting during this pandemic you know what hustles or ideas you've thought about like man if this was there when the pandemic started, it would have made my, my situation easier. One of the pandemic hustles is not something I did. Uh, Mike had, had had informed me about it be- beforehand, but it really became crucial. Mm-hmm. is the Instacart, having people shop for you. Because yeah, my wife won't step foot in the grocery store. So she's Instacarting like two times, three times a week sometimes, yeah. you know? So, so the first question, are there businesses or services that could have made your pandemic experience easier? Let's start with you. Could have made it easier, but I was still working, so I didn't have the full pandemic. Yeah, so you was experience. kind of front line. Yeah, essential. You wasn't working from home. You essential worker. Uh, yeah, I work at Rikers, so I was still. She there. works for me. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. well, I have two jobs, but I was working from home for one, but the other one I was still out there, so it wasn't necessarily that I had the total isolation. Mm-hmm. But I'm an Instacart. I'll order twice a day. Yeah crazy but I, um, I feel like <laughs> this is why all of these hustles came about though because mm-hmm. you're sitting there saying well what could i do to or what um but i really didn't have any any issues that i was looking for anything else i i think one of the big things that i saw during the pandemic that kind of like the hustle that only fans right i think the only fans really <laughs> blew crazy mm-hmm. because it was just like yo People can't go outside. People want to have that stimulation. Is that online interaction kind of stuff like that? So those are the kind of things like OnlyFans was out there before the pandemic. That's what I was but, gonna ask. But it got so crazy that celebrities started jumping on it. Mm-hmm. You know, Cardi B was you eight told me Cardi eight B. Eight million a month. I'm sorry. What did you say? Mm-hmm. She's making eight million a month on OnlyFans. Oh, OnlyFans. What's she doing on there? Wait, I got just a subscription. Wait, yeah, 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 exactly. I, I, I just you gotta be getting spicy on OnlyFans though. They ain't looking for just. Still, what am I showing your feet? There's some. You can make a lot of money off the feet. Okay. <laughs> okay, um, and speaking of that, and speaking of that, I wonder. And, and obviously, I don't know anyone to ask, but you know, my mind sometimes going to dark places like. How how was the hooker slash prostitute game during the pandemic? Like, how did they? What was their stimulus package? Like, how did they kind of? You know, what I mean, that's the oldest trade in the in the book and stuff like that. But I know it had to change that that game. You know, what I'm saying because you were afraid to have people call for you. Ne- never line having strangers do certain things to you. You know, they struggled. I'm sure they had to collect unemployment too. But what do you put down to get the unemployment funding? You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're a hooker, right? No. But all right, so what business or service you felt could have made your pandemic experience easier? Could have made my I I don't really know because I'm also an essential worker too. So I was out there really. There was only like two, two, maybe three weeks that I actually like it was like, nah, stay home. Yeah. Otherwise, I was out working, you know. I was the Instacart guy who was out there getting it. Yeah. So that's one of the great things. It, it was blowing up big. Mm-hmm. It was blowing up big. That, I that, did it too. 
Oh, you did Instacart too? I was making thousand dollars a week. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. That's exactly. Good. It was it was big until they start hacking it. And people start stealing batches and all types of stuff. But oh, man. yeah, it was that's that's that was a great thing because like you said, you knew people were isolated in, in their homes, didn't want to come out, were afraid to. So if they can find somebody to take care of these things outdoors for them, you know, go ahead. They're, they're willing to pay. You know what I mean? I, I think what hustle, and I'm always thinking the dating aspect that I, I had I thought about or what would have been cool for certain people if they kind of designed some kind of like Zoom dating kind of situation where, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Like a Zoom speed dating. That's the perfect name for speed dating. Yeah. Zoom, Zoom right? right? Zoom. <laughs> but because, yeah, right? Because it's sort of like. You your pursuit of finding someone special don't stop because it's a pandemic. You still want to have somebody and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Zoom like Zoom became so official. Like I do all of my work meetings on Zoom. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people will work from home on on Zoom, and that's what's kept you know the economy going as far yeah, as us corporate teams. people. Microsoft that's Teams or Blue mm-hmm. Jeans is another version of a Zoom kind of situation, where it's just like you know what? But there's the social aspect of it. It's just like yo Zoom dating should have could have been something where someone took took that zoom kind of thing and just like yo you Hold know on, you mean chill out because that's still a possibility that's right now i think a relationship that started that way might actually be better because now all you have is that person all you have is to talk to talk them to and them. listen to them yeah and i don't have to really worry about to wearing them. these six inch heels on the date and my feet hurt i don't yeah. care anything you're saying sir i just yeah. want to take these <laughs> shoes off you know yeah i think it might have to be honest with you video video uh conversing over video like facetiming stuff like that i think that is crucial building a relationship mm-hmm. especially when we're living in a time where you can't always be with that person all the time stuff like that so i think if someone would have made a cool kind of like you know just like how it blew up crazy when dj d nice was doing his yeah. zoom DJing, DJing and people were just having like parties to to come stuff like that. Some kind of social that aspect. Was, I think that would have been hustle right there. Yeah, it's even even that. the verses, right? The verses really went crazy mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was verses before the pandemic. No, were there? No, no, no. They, they started because of the pandemic. People wanted to hear good music. Yeah. So then, and um. So I think that was another hustle that Similar you know made artists kind of be able to have their old music. You know, get burst and people streaming mm-hmm. their old music and stuff like that. So yeah, I thought that was big, creative. Yeah, big time because some of the older artists who probably wasn't as popular now they could do more shows when when the pandemic when gets pandemic. a little better. Shaka so. Khan's talking about she's having streaming concerts. You know what I mean? Okay. So mm. to me, it's just like you know, it's tough because we consume so much stuff free streaming to say I'm going to pay to stream watch. A concert, but people do it because people have pay per view concerts all the time, yeah. or we or we pay per view to watch big boxing events, right? Everything. So you know, you want to be there for a concert. Concert is kind of like an in in person kind of thing. But to be honest with you, as much as I I've, I've been to concerts, I love smaller, more intimate situations. I would rather pay one fifty to do like a jazz club intimate, where it's probably fifty people to one hundred people in the room, versus going to Giants. You know, giant stadium for uh, 
Summer, Summer Jam, Summer Jam. Yeah. and it's 100,000 people around me, you know what I'm saying, and all the craziness that you deal with in the parking lot and things that, like that. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like, you know, you know might see some that. girls busting it over, over here, someone smashing over here, someone trying to say, yo, I got the, I got this gas, you know, <laughs> weed cell kind of stuff like that, and then people always fighting, people always fighting at those kind of yeah, situations, yeah. you know what I mean? Okay, so the next <laughs> question is, do you think cyber dating should be that, you know, this way good for a while? Like, you know, Zoom, Zoom kind of situation. Like, to be honest with you, I think it should evolve to a situation where everybody has a Zoom. Like, maybe you won't give that person your personal cell phone number, right? Because then they could text you and stuff like that. But Zoom, if you're not on Zoom, you just ignore Zoom kind of stuff like that. Do you think that should be some kind of new way people date? You know, go in these cyber situations where you, you hop on Zoom, y'all chill, y'all talk, you know what I mean? Y'all kind of date on that. What do you think about that? I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea because I think um, you basically cut the person out pretty, pretty, um, pretty short. Because if, they, if the person can't hold a conversation, you know, after two or three zooms, you're gonna be like, "All right, this ain't it." Right. Yeah. You know, uh, it saves the time. We've been talking, for, we've been talking for um, a good week on the Zoom, and he hasn't <laughs> once told me what he do, what he do. <laughs> he, he's being around the bush. Yeah, you know? yeah. And all, all the goals and aspiration I mentioned. You got to step he, up your communication yeah, game, he, right? Uh, he or mm -hmm. she. Is not uh, is not talking to. That's why I always tell even my guy friends who's single. I'm like, don't ever go down your first date to a movie. What yeah, you that's, going that's to, bad. What you going to a movie to with a girl the first date because now you wasted two hours of your life. You can't get back because you can't talk in the movies. Yeah. Straight go straight to dinner because after the dinner you are gonna know exactly what you want to do with this person. All right, uh -huh. I'm, I'm good on this. You understand? Mm -hmm. I'm so the Zoom. If the weather permits, you know, maybe you know go. Oh, Dinner and walk yeah. after that. You know what but I'm saying? But the Zoom situation, you know, I think I think it's a great idea, especially yeah. through a pandemic right now. Because listen, nobody want to waste time right now. You know, so yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. What about you, as far as cyber dating, using Zoom and things like that when you're getting to know someone? I think it's a great idea, like I said before, because it forces you to really um, get to know the person. Yeah. And even um, if it doesn't sustain past the pandemic, if we take those ideals because it slows it down because now like i said you know that you we've been talking for a week and you're not saying anything but if you go on seven dates you normally don't do seven dates in a row and then there's other distractions so yeah well we had to talk to the waitress and we had to do this and we had to do that so i didn't really notice that you have nothing to say yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, you know? yeah and it's so like you said so many stimuli mm -hmm. let you pass the time but like one-on-one -on -one FaceTiming or Zoom dating, stuff like that. It's just about us getting to know each other. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it, it don't necessarily have to be these two-hour Zooms and stuff like that. Y'all could jump in for five minutes straight, talk about each other's day, see what's going on, stuff like that. And they be yeah. like, you know what? All right. It was good to talk to you. We'll talk again tomorrow. But then if you find somebody who you end up talking to for like 45 minutes to an hour, and you're like, oh, I didn't even realize we've been talking so long. That's a, that's a bonus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can figure it out that way. And, and, and like I said, those are the things that are sustainable versus just that completely physical stimuli, completely like, man, I can't wait to get in that person's pants and stuff like that, you know? You know, you the, using the word sustainable, I'm going to have to use that with my daughter, okay? Because she's 20 years younger than me, and she's like, oh, mommy, you're not being realistic. Everybody has to have a physical attraction. But like I said, I could be attracted to someone who is hideous. That makes me laugh. I, that uh, that's what I'm attracted to. He's mm -hmm. funny. I can talk to him. I can do this. I can do that. 
And as I said, different generations, because my daughter is like, no, if I can't look at you, it's a, it's a wrap. It doesn't mean, it doesn't but, matter anything. If I can't but, look at you. But, but you know, like the, uh, I know it's tough. Yeah. It's just like, once, once you fall in love with person for all kind of aspects, that are, the attraction morphs, right? Like, you know, once you once someone makes you laugh and feel good and stuff like that, you know, obviously you don't ignore their physicals, but it's sort of like it becomes, that's your person. So, you know, if they're not, you know, big butt, big breasts and stuff like that, but, you know, whatever they have, it becomes, that connection is so deep. It's, it's deeper than that, you know what I'm saying? And plus, sex is as mental, as much as mental as it is physical, you know what I'm saying? When you mentally into that person, stuff like that, just sharing that moment with them becomes bigger than just like, oh, man, the way their booty clap or whatever thing that moves you and stuff like that. And I think we have to learn, you know, it takes us, you know, years to get into that space, like you said, to know yourself, to be able to determine that. But I think that's one thing I, I try to teach the younger people, like, yo, know this person's good for you. Know that this person makes you a better person or just pushes you. A lot of times we, mm-hmm. we chase after something because it's the goal. It's the goal to have that woman on your arm. Or if she said no and she's bad, now I got to conquer that no and make it a yes kind of stuff like that. But, like, how are you setting yourself up for the long game? Well, listen, I got to admit to... If you, I don't know if you want to consider that a superficial quality your daughter has or not, but I do need somebody who I feel looks good on my arm. That's you know Which what I mean. Which is fair. That's fair. So, but that's yeah. not. It's not one of the things that's high, high on the list. It's right. just. It's on the list. It's on the list because, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm. I don't think we're gonna even reach a certain point if it's I can't even look at you. Right. Like you no, said, no, no, if he's no. ugly. <laughs> And makes you laugh. It's one thing to be, okay, he's not the yeah. sexiest, but he's ugly? Like, come on. But no. someone could be <laughs> ugly and have, like, you know, handsome features or handsome things well, about you them. Know what, okay, I'm sorry. Guys. No, no, no. I didn't mean, go ahead. You say that, but sometimes you might, like, a lot of times, but you got to think about guys that you say that, but you'd be like, damn, that's your baby mother? Whatever. And then you don't realize. Like, like, no, no, no. It was terrible. You're like, you're like. Jade always looked like that, boy. You're like, you're like, you know, when God had to come to you, like, damn, that's your baby mother. And then your man tell you, yo, he's like, I think yo. I might square up on someone who said, damn, that's your baby mother. Like, yo, no. damn, that's your wife. No, the reason, My why, no, the reason why I say that, because a lot of the time, you're like, damn, that's your baby mother. And then the guy explains to you, yo, at the time, yo, she was, yo. We used to have great conversations. We met on the job. We spent a lot of time together and whatever too. And mm. things happen like that. So sometimes it don't be that she's beautiful, whatever. It just be the person is super dope and you you could look past that. Yeah. Like you said, the laughing quality is big for you. She yeah. said the laughing quality is big for her. But a lot of times you you'll see dudes you be like, damn, yeah. I seen a lot of fly dudes and then you see their baby mother, you be like, yo, what happened? He be like, yo, kids, she caught me at a good time with it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I was vulnerable. I, I hear exactly what you're saying, but to me, to, that I'm is... Not, no, wow, disrespectful, saying, yo. No, I'm just saying, I'm not saying, saying like that. No, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just, saying, I'm not just saying for men. I'm talking about women too, because yeah. women be like, mm. women be like, that's what the girl like, yeah, that's my big father. And then the homegirl be like, that's your baby father? But you didn't realize that he was a good, at the time, he was funny. He had a lot of charisma. Like, he did stuff where you didn't even look at him to say, like, damn, he is, he do look like, he is ugly. But you don't see that because he had so yeah. much great quality. Sometimes the person have so much great. Right now, if you found a girl, right, if she was, she wasn't beautiful, whatever, but she had all the great qualities and she understood you and, and she had a nice body, you would mess with her right now. 
Oh, because but see, you throw that in there. No, 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 She had a nice body. Because, no, not even the... Okay, but listen. Because she's going to give you your sanity and she's she got all the things that you like. And sometimes you can look past that. You've never probably been in that situation I'm yet. still trying to get rid of that superficial nature because I see what you're saying. And no, I do aspire to be at that level, but... I don't think I could ever tell somebody, damn, like, that's your baby. I'm still stuck on that, yo. That's hurtful. Dudes do that all the time. That's hurtful. <laughs> Like, I would have yo. to fake it. I'd be like, yo, she seems like she's cool. <laughs> if you hear me say, I seen a picture of who you, the person you dating, and I said she seemed like she's cool, that yo, means dude. she don't look that good, B. You know what I'm saying? But to say, damn, that's your baby mother, that's harsh, yo. Hey, the, the, the comment, you know, oh, I'm, just, I'm just speaking from the perspective of that, you know? Yeah. No, I, I got what you're saying. So the last thing on the <laughs> pandemic has to do, do do you think virtual parties or constant comedy shows should be something that you would pay for? Uh, right, because it's, it's tough. It's tough, right? Because we still, in New York, like New York has soft open, right? Like you can't really go inside a restaurant that's full. They do the, on the side of the uh, curve, street, curve, curve eating and stuff like that. Comedy clubs, comedy clubs, I don't even think are open. You know what I'm saying? Bro, Broadway's not open till March. March or April or something like that. So, can you see yourself paying to go into a virtual party or paying to watch a virtual comedy Yo, show or virtual concert? It's funny that we're talking about this now because I just had a discussion. Shout out to my friend Dawn Marie. Um, she's up, in Dawn? A, she's in an organization or uh, sisterhood, um, sorority or what have you. She's They're a having, Zeta, right? I think so. So the blues there with the yeah, blues. Zeta she having a, um they having a virtual Halloween party or something like that. So she was telling me about, it. and um I'm like yo I ain't paying for this. <laughs> I was like wait you talking about she drink I was because she said something about drinks and mixologists. So I was like oh I thought it was like an actual party. I was like what's somebody gonna be showing me how they pour the drinks on the computer? How am I gonna drink that drink? Yeah. I was like yo if you gonna I'll donate you know what I mean if that's what it is but. I can't see myself really attending a virtual party. I, I've got to stay at the computer and dance. See, and I'm like, I could see the comedy thing yeah, where it works, nah. but the virtual party, like, 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 say Halloween party, I don't, I don't see it working. And you got to pay. Yeah. Or I have to stand online too at my computer. <laughs> like I'm at the club. Yo, you gonna let Somebody me in? Somebody gotta boy? let you in. You know how some some zooms are private, yeah, and yeah. you gotta get access to come in, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like. So, yeah. like you said, the comedy shows the I comedy could do it. Show I could Concert do it. to me. Uh, maybe a comedy show, you know, I, I could pay the pay the stream and stuff like that. Especially if I want to really support the artist, right? Because mm. one thing about the pandemic, you realize, right? So many people make their money so many different ways, right? Like you know, like my wife had to put me in her head. Like if we do go, I do go pick up food and stuff like that. Mm. Sometimes we'll still tip as if we went and sat down in a restaurant because the people in those restaurants are not getting tips. It's not like they say it's a pandemic, we're going to raise their pay. They still, you know what I'm saying? So it's still a struggle. So sometimes I got to think about that like, oh, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I guess like if, if there's a, a, a artist who's really on the rise and they're doing something like that, I would pay to see it because I really want to support their artists and I want to sustain their craft. Virtual party, I'm not, I wasn't really a big party person anyway, but to virtually, you know, enter... Like, what are they charging me for this virtual party? Yeah. If it's anything over $5, I'm like, nah. Mm. I would have paid, um, not too much, but I would have paid for some of the versus battles. 
Honestly, oh no, I, I would no. Honestly, I would have paid up to a hundred dollars the versus battle. Yeah, because I'm into see that's it. a baller. I'm no no. I, it's not about being baller. I'm in, when I'm into something. Yeah. I'd pay hundred dollars if they send a fifty dollar like, bottle to my house while no. I was watching the versus. <laughs> honestly, when I'm into something, exclusive access. I don't care how much. Like you know, I always that's say Snoop like going DMX to a good battle. going to a good restaurant. I don't really ever care about how much I pay for the food because it's something I enjoy to do. It's I like an experience to eat and and the experience or whatever. And then I built. I don't know what it's about, so I build a good rapport with management with the restaurants too, and I could be like, all right, I'm coming back. You know, I feel good for yeah. two, three hours. The versus battles, I'd have paid up to $100. Like, it was pay-per-view, because I, I watch all of them. Yeah. And I enjoy that Beanie them. Man, uh, yeah. Beanie Man, uh, Bounty Killer one. one. I really, that Rick Ross and Two Chain was my was my deal. Rick Ross that was your favorite one. I like Rick Ross. He brought out the girl. She started giving him oh a Two Chain was so afraid of how ill Rick Ross was. He's like, oh man, you bringing out this? Nah, I like the DMX and Snoop. <laughs> that, one that was good. good. That what was what good. about you, Miss Harvey? Like, would you pay for a a concert or a, a virtual party? I talk about doing Jill Scott was good too. I watched that yeah. one too. Um, probably not the virtual party because. I'm not really that big of a partier, but mm-hmm. I've had virtual parties with my friends. We yeah. had girls' night and this and that, and yeah. it was actually like enough. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I, I had a virtual reunion yeah. uh, for um, college. Like we didn't get to have homecoming because of mm-hmm. stuff like that, so they did like a virtual kind of reunion, and it was cool. It yeah. was cool, but I mean, I've watched, I've had some comedy shows that I've seen, but during the pandemic, they were doing it for free. Yeah. But I would probably have paid. Okay. So I want to do this last topic real quick. We have like five minutes. So I hate to rush us, but I, I think it's important to talk about it. It's protecting your personal space, right? Because I think a lot of times we lose ourselves where it's just like to to make other people happy and to sustain other people, we lose our personal space or, or what's private to us. We kind of have to make ourselves open, especially celebrities, right? Like once you become a celebrity, people feel like they have every right into your personal business. Like earlier, I was just like, it's Cardi B and Offset back together. It's not my damn business, but they live in the public. So you kind of become part of it. Like shout out to Cardi for those nudes being leaked. Okay. I heard she has salami nipples but i didn't see it anyway it's areolas it's areolas crazy. yeah yeah but so but i say that to say that was a sidebar but i say that all the time right but so i say that to say you know it's 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 important to protect your personal space why is it so important to protect your personal space um well literal personal space because i want to live but um just because you need to have something for yourself yeah because if you don't you lose your sanity and then you want to isolate all the time. And then, we, you know, we have problems. But you have to do that for your own personal self. Yeah. I shouldn't have to tell you every the world everything. Yeah. And I don't really, like, I follow celebrity stuff. But I think it's wrong for you people to be in their business yeah. like that. Yes, I understand I paid for you to make this music. But I don't have a right to know your relationship with yeah. your mother. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's too much. We want too much. What about you, Cliff? Why is it important to protect your personal space? Because you, like she said, you need something for yourself, right? So, because if you're in the public eye or just talking about people who celebrities or just regular relationship, now it's important to have your personal space in any way. Because I, I feel like on a day to day process, it's going to help you be a better person. Yeah. When you have your own, you know, certain things, there's certain things I need to do just for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether I want to discuss it or not, I just need to, I, I got to get it done for myself. And everybody should have that, you know, because, you know, all your ideas don't need to be shared, and all your, you know. Yeah. So I, I definitely feel with. What about you, Mike? Uh, yeah, I think it's definitely very important uh, protecting your personal space. But 
when it comes to uh, the celebrities, I, I think it's a little different because I think if you're trying to make a profit for one about off of me by um, sharing things that you choose to share, mm -hmm. right? You pick and choose what you choose to share as far as how uh, inside your life and, and you giving me more as opposed to just say your music or your mm -hmm. acting ability or whatever, then you can't then say, well, now, I, listen, I ain't sharing that with you. But you my heartache I mean? shouldn't be part choose, of your bro. entertainment. If, if your love was a part of your of my entertainment, then your heartache is too. Like, if you want to share, oh, me and so-and-so, we're getting married and look at us together and did it that, then when that shit breaks apart, I want to know about it too. I want to see the downfall too. <laughs> I don't agree. Uh, that, no, that's my thing. Don't share the up if you ain't going to willing to share it down. Yeah. That's what I mean. Well, a lot of people yeah. don't That's what I'm saying. You know, I think it's important um, for you to have your personal space, right? Because you're not good for nobody or towards anybody unless you're good. Mm -hmm. I can't be a good brother or a good friend to anybody if I'm not taking care of myself, right? Because it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, I have to be holistic and have personal. And I think that's a big thing that married people struggle with, right? The, the, the thin line between having secrets and having a personal life. Like I always, when, when my wife wants to go away to go visit her family because her family doesn't live as close as my family do, I would say, go spend the weekend. She's like, nah, I just want to go for a couple hours, come back. I always tell her, go spend the weekend, not because I need this free time, but it's just like, yo, you need to have that holistic experience to be you. you you're not just Morvin's wife. You're still your individual self. And I and she respects me having my individual self, the podcasting time, the go spending time with family. And I feel like having that personal space, being good in your personal space allows you to be so much more otherwise. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we lose sight of that because to be in the ultimate couple, you got to do everything together. together no, yeah. you, you got to have... The, 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 the best thing I did for my relationship, and I said I say this consistently during the podcast, is kind of concentrating on myself, finding out what makes me happy, what makes me good. Because when you just focus on pleasing the person, sometimes you be like, damn, I bust my ass to make this person happy, and they still not happy. Then that drives you nuts. Mm -hmm. All right, so second That's question real. is, why do we sometimes sacrifice our own personal well-being to make others happy? Well, it's something I personally struggle with, so it's, I'm just a nurturer, so... I'll forget mm. about myself and make sure the people around me are okay. Yeah, but if you're not good, it's, and my, then you're my, selling yourself short. My thing always is I'm always filling up everybody's cup, but I'm empty now. But yeah. I so think you I get a little that, bit of, don't you get a little bit of substance from doing that? Like, I do. I do. You but sacrifice with yourself. everybody needs, I need a yeah. yeah. So if there's, there's no one in my circle putting that's saying, that into okay, your I'm, cup. I'm helping you right now, and then Mr. B come over and he's like, oh, you know what, Harvey, I need... If I don't have anyone doing that, then I need to take time mm -hmm. to do it for myself. And yeah. it's a struggle for me. So, Cliff, why do, you, why do we sometimes sacrifice our own personal well-being to make others happy? I, I think me, I'm just a, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just a general tough person. So, sometimes I'll do stuff for people. I do a lot of stuff for people that they won't do for me. And, 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 yeah, and I'm not looking. I feel like that. I look, like, that that's always been the story when it came for <laughs> everything. But... I'm not looking for the the payback or what you did for me, whatever. To it. me, generally, even when I'm not good, I, you're not really gonna know because I'm just the type of person that I'll take care of what I need to take care of. I want to make sure that the people I care about they good because yeah. I, I always figure I, I, I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna yeah. figure it out. What about you? I agree. It's, it's along the same lines. Um, I like to be able to, you know, do things for people. I like to be able to be relied on for one, yeah. right? So. 
if I can do something to help a friend, family member, whoever it is, um, I get I get something out of that. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I may be doing something for somebody else, but it pleases me to be able to Tell. put a smile yeah. on their yeah. face and help mm -hmm. them out. And I don't look for nothing back or whatever. But I also understand there's been times where you want to get that reciprocated. And it took a while for me to realize not everybody's going to do for no, you like yeah. you do for them. Yeah, I and sometimes, especially while. when it's someone real close to you, it messes with you. It's like, damn. You do I struggle for, for a while you know to be saying? like, yo, it, I know I would do that for that person and they won't do it for me. But it's it's just, it's sort of like spiritual. Like, yo, if you do things expecting reciprocation, you're going to be yeah. disappointed. You will never get that fulfillment for it. I just love doing stuff for people. Even if I know that, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not getting it, I always feel like, you know what, the blessing is helping people. That's mm -hmm. what the blessing is. You know what I'm saying? And if you learn to tolerate that, you'll be good. Mm -hmm. So last question. Is it okay to keep a personal identity separate from your significant other? <coughs> personal, personal identity? What do you mean? Just like, you know, like... <laughs> you got to hold another name. No, 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 no. So, so, so like, <laughs> I don't subscribe to I'm just more of Nancy's husband. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm more of just an individual. I do certain things by myself that she she doesn't partake in. Like, you know, your own identity. The I guess the term identity is what make it, you know, sounds funny, but like your, your own individualism. Individuality. I think because yeah, when you get into a marriage or a relationship, y'all are no longer seen as You're one. a union, You're right? A, yeah. But you still need to you do and so mic and so. single mic things, so so. single Mormons things. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, I, I, so the answer would be yes in that regard, because you never want to be so enthralled and set in a relationship to where if that falls apart, you don't know who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to be able to say, okay, this is us, but I also have, you know, uh, and, my own And on a side note, that's why a lot of times with these divorces, you're like the man, quote unquote, the man was this, you know, wealthy, lucrative person and you had a housewife and then the housewife gets half and people are losing their mind. It's just like, yo, you don't know how much that woman put herself on the back burner for foregoing her dreams and things of that nature to, to help build that man up. That's the side we don't see because we just look at the, the numbers. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole number. Yes, a whole number. Right yeah, but <laughs> That's a whole number. we don't put ourselves yeah, in that no, situation. Right, but, you know, right. sometimes it's also the situation where... Too. Yeah. yeah. Sacrifice. So, so is it okay to keep us separate? I think it's important. I was going to say definitely because without it, like you said, when you lose yourself, then that's it. Yeah. Um, and I think it makes the relationship better. Yeah. I, th I think it's very important because um, it's certain things, like my wife is in a sorority and stuff, whatever. I don't go to none of her events. I don't participate in none of it and whatever. So it's not. You really, say that with such a bad tone. No, it's not really my thing. But certain things that's really important, like like they do um, call friends and me's and things like a Thanksgiving potluck. Whatever. I'll go to those. And I'm like, I right, I can't miss that. But mm. I'm I've never been into the fraternity sorority thing. Period. Yeah. But that's her thing. She go to conferences and whatever. To boom. And my thing is, if I got to do certain guy trips or do certain things. That's my That's thing. Like, she got yeah. she got to respect that. I think it it helps the relationship grow. Also, respect mm -hmm. that I got your own stuff. If you too rely on 
this person of doing everything with the person, you're not gonna be able to build your own foundation. Yeah, and you lose and, yourself. And yeah, it's important yeah. to have an individual brand versus your family brand, your friend brand, stuff like that. You have to be your individual self so that you know you have an anchor, something that you can tie to, so you could be happy, and then the happiness can spread to other people. When your when your happiness depends on someone else, they have the control when you're happy or not. Yeah, 100%. 100%. that's the end of the show. We, Ooh, we I wanted to wrap say one up. thing. I forgot. I'm sorry if any of your listeners. Um, want to order? I have a coupon code FRIENDZONE, fifteen percent off. Nice. So okay. W- before we wrap up, yeah. uh-huh. let them know again the website, how they could reach out to you, and things like that, and also let them know about the coupon code friends. Okay, so I'm gonna give you just the website, um, because that's where the coupon code will work. It won't work anywhere else. Yeah. It's um www.sparklesisters s i s t a s l l c dot com. And the coupon code 15% off all purchases is Friend Zone. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Appreciate I like it. that. You, you want to give a shout out before we head out? Um, well, I shout out all of my people um, doing things themselves. I got here my Protected by Angels hat. This is from my bro, Renee. I have one too in black. Yourself. You know, this is so dope. He, so, does he just do the hat? This is his hat line. He also has hoodies now. He do special Protected suits? by Angels. I don't know about sweatsuits, but he got the hoodie. Oh, you no, remember? I'm looking for the suit. <laughs> you looking for the whole suit? Yeah, I'm for All right, I'm going to have to tell him to work on that. But that yeah, go high, check though. him out. Um, protected by Angels. Um, with MJ Creations. If you're looking for any pastries, cakes, cupcakes, um, idea party ideas, that's my homegirl, Mary. She got that line. Um, what is it? Scents. Scents. Um, Oh my God, I can't remember the name right now. It's my homegirl Nicole. She's selling basically wax um, fragrances. Um, okay. I think it's Scents by Angel or something like that. But yeah, that's all my shout outs for now. Just support our, our people, you know. Um, shout out to just everybody living, you know. We're going through some rough times right now, 2022. Just, just to support one person, help somebody out, and, you know, just take it day by day because tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Miss Harvey for coming through, being a guest. Go support yeah. Sparkle Sisters LLC. You know, shout out everyone. Go out and vote. We need you to vote, vote, vote. vote. Don't think, oh, Two I'm in a left, blue y'all. state, so my vote don't count. No, because you need to vote for president and then the other elections as well. Yes. The other questions, you know, they had a cannabis question. They had a question about a property tax for veterans. They had mm-hmm. another question about. If uh, the census doesn't come in time, do you agree to... Am I violating any laws by saying what was on the ballot? I don't know. Don't sue me. But it's important to vote because your answers, you know, your representation representation means so much. I also want to give a special shout out to Greedy Gut with the Little Butt. Tomorrow's her birthday, so happy birthday, Greedy Gut. You know, she's always going to be part of the views from the Friends on Family, even when she doesn't come on to the show. She also does her candle thing, sent by Amanda Marie. So, you know, go out and support that. And just like, yo, vote, love each other, Black Lives Matter, and be safe. We peace. Views! We out. Views for the friend zone, it's your time We're giving you real talk, so stay on your grind We're just trying to laugh and have a good time We're dropping the truth so that all the people can shine Views for the friend zone, it's your time We're giving you real talk, so stay on your grind We're just trying to laugh and have a good time We're dropping the truth so that all the people can shine